InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Chronic disease is involved in 70% of American deaths and a large part of U.S. healthcare costs. What can be done about this? For some answers, we welcome Dr. Richard Horowitz, author of How Can I Get Better? An Action Plan for Treating Resistant Lyme and Chronic Disease. Well, let's talk about Lyme disease. Why is it getting worse, and what are the chances of someone getting it? Lyme disease has been spreading across the United States, and it's getting worse because birds are carrying the ticks, they're hitchhiking on the birds, so that we've seen a 320% increase in the last several years on the number of counties affected in the United States. And it's a worldwide pandemic at this point. It's throughout Europe, it's in China, it's in Australia, it's actually throughout the world at this point with all these different tick-borne diseases. So the problem is it's not just the United States. And a lot of people are getting sick from this disease, but the problem is the blood tests for Lyme disease are not very reliable. So unfortunately, people usually go from doctor to doctor complaining of acute and chronic fatigue and muscle and joint pain, memory concentration problems, sleep disorders, psychiatric issues, and unfortunately, they get misdiagnosed with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia and autoimmune disease. So people really need to pay attention if they have a chronic fatiguing musculoskeletal illness, the memory's not working, they really need to think that they might have Lyme and associated tick-borne diseases. Do you see any chance of uh, accurate tests being developed or even a vaccine for Lyme disease? They're working on more accurate testing. The problem right now is the testing that most doctors are using is called a two-tier test, and it usually starts with an ELISA, E-L-I-S-A, and it's followed by a Western blot. But the problem is there's 100 different strains of the bacteria in the United States and 300 strains worldwide, so it's very difficult to pick up all of these different strains with one test. They are developing better tests. Some of these newer tests, like the C6 ELISA, will pick up different strains of the bacteria that are not picked up on a standard ELISA. But they're developing more sensitive DNA tests, RNA tests, different immune markers. Definitely they're working on it, but we're just not there yet. It is still a clinical diagnosis, and that's very important for people to know. You can kind of get a sense with your healthcare provider whether you need to do further testing. We've been talking about Lyme disease, but there are obviously other chronic diseases out there, and they seem more prevalent than ever. Why is that? The problem right now is, is that the ticks are not just containing Lyme disease. They're containing a lot of other infections. So, for example, there are viruses like the Powassan virus, which can get in within 15 minutes of a tick bite. We're finding cousins of Lyme disease. They're called relapsing fever Borrelia. Those will not be picked up by the standard tests. There are malarial-type parasites in the ticks, like Babesia. So the problem is, is that with one tick bite, you can get multiple infections all at the same time, and people do get a lot of autoimmune manifestations. So a lot of times they're misdiagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, multiple sclerosis, but in fact, it's the Lyme and the associated co-infections. And we do also see a large number of environmental toxins getting into people so that people are showing up now with mold toxins, with heavy metals, with pesticides. And these different infections and toxins combined are causing a lot of inflammation in the body and causing a range of diseases from autism spectrum disorder to Alzheimer's to ALS. We're finding a lot of the neurological diseases that people are coming in with seem to now be related to a host of different infections and environmental toxins. We're talking on InfoTrack with Dr. Richard Horowitz, author of How Can I Get Better? 
an action plan for treating resistant Lyme and chronic disease. Obviously, it would be very helpful to avoid getting these diseases. Do you have any tips for people who are currently healthy and want to avoid getting Lyme disease? Yeah, I would suggest they never walk out of their houses or walk on a blade of grass. <laughs> that really is probably not going to work for most people. There are sprays that you can get from your hardware store permethrin spray. If you spray this on the clothes, it does kill ticks, but you want to take the clothes outside and it usually stays for about one or two weeks on the clothing. There aren't more natural sprays than DEET. Avon Skin So Soft makes a product called IR3535. It's been used even in pregnant women in Europe and shown to be safe. Picoridin with the IR3535 can be put on the skin. So that's what we recommend for people when they're going outside is to spray the clothes for permethrin, use the natural, more natural sprays like IR3535, picoridin, bring along tick removal devices with you because within minutes, these ticks can transmit certain infections. So it's very, very important to do that. And then, of course, when you come inside to do a full tick check, put your clothes in the dryer, the dry heat will kill the ticks within 15 minutes on a high heat. And what parts of the U.S. are really the hot spots for this? I know this started in the Connecticut area in the East Coast, but it really has spread throughout, hasn't it? It has. I mean, the East Coast is certainly a hot spot, as is California, but they're now finding that it's been spreading from Pennsylvania in all directions. So we're seeing hot spots now in the Virginias. We're seeing it in Maryland. We're seeing it in Wisconsin and Michigan. It's starting to show up in some of the Midwestern states. So it is spreading. It's been found in all 50 states. And people need to realize, I used to joke with people that, well, you, you know, maybe you could go to the Antarctica and the penguins don't have it. And then somebody sent me a picture of a penguin with ticks on them. So this thing has really, truthfully, it's spread worldwide. The Chinese government called me up years ago as a consultant to come over to Beijing, and they told me privately that 6% of the Chinese population had it. So we're talking about a pandemic worldwide that's mimicking a whole host of different diseases. Our guest is Dr. Richard Horowitz, author of How Can I Get Better? Doctor, if there's this much misdiagnosing going on, is there a way for doctors to get their act together and learn more and be more accurate in the diagnosis they're making? The problem is is that the literature, the scientific literature, keeps changing with this disease. In the last couple of years, we've discovered that there are biofilms. Just like when you have to go to the dentist and take plaque off your teeth to get to the bacteria, they're now finding that biofilms are protecting the bacteria. We now know there are persisters, kind of like tuberculosis and leprosy. They can persist in the body. So a lot of the new treatment protocols and science that's been showing up, including all of the new information on the environmental toxins that's now showing up in Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease, they're finding Lyme spirochetes as well as environmental toxins in the brains of people with Alzheimer's. So every 67 seconds, someone gets Alzheimer's in this country, and people are wondering, like, why is this happening? It does look like, from what the literature is showing, that there's an association with infections and toxins, as well as other things like your blood sugar is out of control, you're not sleeping enough. But I do believe the infections and toxins is probably leading the way for a lot of these neurological diseases. Doctor, if a patient comes to you for treatment, what kind of tests do you perform? Uh, you know, what should a person expect their doctor to look at to see if they get this diagnosed correctly? When people come to see me, most of them have seen 10 to 20 doctors before they see me. I have a 16-point map that I call MSIDS, Multiple Systemic Infectious Disease Syndrome. And what this means is it's kind of like going into a doctor with 16 nails in your foot complaining of pain. If the doctor doesn't pull out all the nails, you're just not going to feel better. So when people come in with the testing, 
I don't just test them for Lyme disease. I also test them for these associated co-infections, Babesia, this malarial organism, Bartonella, which is like a cat scratch fever. We check them for environmental toxins like heavy metals and mold. But we also check them for other things that cause inflammation like food allergies. You could be eating the wrong foods that you're allergic to and get inflammation. You might not be sleeping well. That causes inflammation. You might have mineral deficiencies like zinc, and that can cause inflammation. So we check people for autoimmune markers, for food allergies, if their blood pressure is too low. When I go to the 16-point map, what I usually find is at least five or six of the factors on this MSIDS map are usually responsible for keeping people sick. And that's really the key to getting people better, is finding all of these overlapping sources of why people have this inflammatory response, like having this fire in their body. That's really been the key, is getting rid of the infections, detoxing the toxins, and make sure we're getting everything else in order, like their diet, their sleep, exercise programs, etc. As we wrap this up, do you have any final words of advice for our listeners who might be suffering from some of these symptoms you've talked about, or perhaps a loved one is suffering? Any advice for them? Anyone that has been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia, autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis or rheumatoid arthritis, you may have early dementia, you're losing your memory, or unknown psychiatric disorder, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, even schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive disorder. You have these symptoms, but you have a lot of overlapping physical symptoms with it, and the doctors are just not getting you better with the classical treatments. These would be the type of people I would say should be thinking about what are the overlapping factors that might be keeping you ill. And again, in the book, I explain in detail about the testing, about how to look at all of these overlapping factors keeping people sick. But we're having remarkable results using the protocols and getting a lot of these people who have resistant symptoms better. And the book is How Can I Get Better? An Action Plan for Treating Resistant Lyme and Chronic Disease. The author, Dr. Richard Horowitz. And you can learn more at his website, CanGetBetter.com. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Great pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.